Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we begin our study of the book of Ephesians. This book, epistle, or letter, was penned by the Apostle Paul to the church at Ephesus. This book may become, in your life, the single most revolutionizing letter that you have ever read. This week, we will get acquainted with the territory of Ephesus, which will give us a foundation for our study of this book. Please listen to Pastor Jim's slice of today's message entitled, Effusing About Ephesians. If ever there was a church that had an inside track to success, it had to be the church at Ephesus. It's Early history was unparalleled. The, the church was founded by Paul on his second missionary journey, Acts 18, 19 through, uh, through 21. It was nurtured in its infancy after Paul by Aquila and Priscilla along with Apollos. And in Acts 18, 24 through 26, Apollos is called an eloquent man, mighty in the Scriptures. During Paul's third missionary journey, he spent three years there, making it a very strong church. Was that second or third? It was one of his other missionary trips before he went to Rome. Uh, Spent three years there. Uh, Such an impact was made by the gospel in Ephesus that a riot once erupted because of the ministry of Christ, and it was precipitated by a drop in the manufacturing business of idols. An interesting story over in Acts 19. I want to read you a few verses there to explain part of what's going on here. Acts 19, starting at verse 23. About that time, there occurred no small, no small disturbance concerning the way. For a man named Demetrius, a silversmith, who made silver shrines of Artemis, he was an idol maker, he was bringing no little business to the craftsmen. These he gathered together with the workmen of similar trades and said, Men, you know that our prosperity depends upon this business, the idols. You see and hear that not only in Ephesus, but in almost all of Asia, this Paul has persuaded and turned away a considerable number of people, saying that God made with, made with, God's made with hands are no gods at all. Not only is there danger that this trade of ours fall into disrepute, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis be regarded as worthless, and that she whom all of Asia and the world worship will even be dethroned from her magnificence. When they heard this and were filled with rage, they began crying out, saying, "'Great is Artemis of the Ephesians!' The city was filled with the confusion, and they rushed with one accord upon the theater, dragging along Gaius and Aristarchus, Paul's traveling companions from Macedonia. Well, that tells you what an impact the gospel had there during those years that Paul spent. But notice that phrase, 
in almost all of Asia, this Paul is turning people away from idols. Now, from that little hint and the lack of any other explanations, it seems quite obvious that during those three years that Paul was in Ephesus, and obviously it went on for the years after that, all the other known churches in the Roman province of Asia must have been founded. Ephesus was the home base, if you will, of evangelistic operations for the whole region. Now, that would include the cities of Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea, Colossae, and Heropolis. If those sound familiar to you, it's because all but two of those are mentioned in Revelation 1, 2, and 3. And that's quite natural since if you started in Ephesus and you followed uh, the way that the roads that built by the Romans for trade purposes you know, connected them, that's the order in which you would come to those cities. And realize Jesus wrote two letters to the church at Ephesus. This one we have the standalone book of Ephesians, but you also have Revelation chapter 2, verses 1 through 7, in which Jesus Himself dictated a letter to the church at Ephesus, and one to each of the other six churches that are named there. So this church and this place was the recipient of a, a tremendous amount of very significant revelation from the Lord. Now, Paul, for the human part of this, he wrote this from Rome. Now, realize not many churches got letters from an apostle. That's really pretty rare. It's possible that, that Paul not only uh, founded the church there and then spent three years there and then wrote this letter to them, he, he likely visited this church again after his first imprisonment because we're told that he left Timothy there. So that kind of implies that he and Timothy probably physically visited there, but we can't absolutely prove that. Now, after Paul was released from that first imprisonment, um, whether he came there or not, we know that he assigned Timothy to minister in Ephesus for a while, as described in 1 Timothy 1, 3, and 4. He said, Timothy, there's some people that have come into Ephesus that are teaching some strange doctrines. Not a big surprise, given the nature of the city. And, uh, and he said, you've got to get in there and straighten that out. We don't know for sure how long Timothy ministered there. Strong tradition also says that the Apostle John ministered uh, in and around Ephesus for several years until he was eventually exiled to the island of Patmos. So there has never been a church with better leadership than what the church of Ephesus had in its first 30 years. Just imagine the portraits on the wall in the entrance to the church building, which they probably didn't have, and certainly not photographs. They may have had paintings. Well, here's our first pastors, Paul, Apollos, um, uh, Aquila, Timothy, and John. Uh, that's the heavyweights of leadership in the first century. The background of the city, the background of the church, and now I just want to introduce you to the beauty of the letter, and then we will take our time to work through the whole book of Ephesians. Ephesians is a book about riches. It's about spiritual riches. 
It tells us who we are in Christ. A very significant amount of what we call ecclesiology, the, the doctrine of the church, is, is embedded here in the book of Ephesians. It tells us how rich we are, and it tells us how to use our riches. The book has gotten a lot of nicknames. One of them is the bank of the believer, because the idea is that we can draw on this account of the riches that we have in Christ, and the account never diminishes regardless of the number of checks written on it. It's also been called the the treasure house of the Bible, showing us the great treasures that are ours in Christ. Just a couple of samples of those things, Ephesians 1, 7, and 8. In Him, Christ, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace which He lavished upon us. Those are hyperbolic words, and they're, and they're true. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 8, Paul says, To me, the very least of all saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unfathomable riches of Christ. They, you, you, you Gentiles, you get in on all of this inheritance, equal standing with Jews. Ephesians three sixteen, that He would grant you according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in the inner man. The riches, the riches, the riches that we have in Christ, all for His glory. By the way, I just read to you Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. Here's a, here's a complete freebie unrelated to specifically the book of Ephesians. But if you want to do a fun little Bible study... I know I'm sending you emails about John, and I'm going to tell you to read uh, Ephesians and all of that. But if you just need a little side trip, go check out 316 in your Bible. So many of the authors of Scripture wrote these profound things. Not one of them wrote chapter 3, verse 16. None of them wrote chapters. None of them wrote verses. Those are added for easy reference later. But just... In the strangest phenomenon of things, a whole bunch of those verses that we know as labeled 316 are the kind that you want to memorize. Just check it out. I, I read you, there's, Romans 3, there's Ephesians 316. Go check out uh, uh, Genesis chapter 3, verse 16. I, I think there's a good one in John that, that goes, by that same, goes by that same name. It's just incredible how many 316s are completely, opposite, uh, completely awesome. Uh, not so in Philemon, not so in uh, Obadiah, not so in Jude, but where you have a three, look for 16. It, it'll be fun, okay? You might want to memorize a couple of them. Now, the vocabulary of this book all the way through is the vocabulary of spiritual riches. Get a load of this. The word grace, that's the source of all of our riches, God's unmerited favor. It occurs 12 times in just these six chapters. The word glory, eight times. The word inheritance, four times. The word riches, five times. The words fullness and filled, seven times in this book. And the key to the whole thing, and I hinted, this, hinted this about this last time to you, 27 times is the phrase, in Christ. That's the key that unlocks all of the riches. Apart from Christ, you're beggarly poor. In Christ, all the riches of His inheritance 
are yours. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.